0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronas. Yes, Howard Bender is back. Uh, had a had a, <laughs> a vacation. Uh, then it was a uh, then it, it was back to work. And then it was I'm out and I'm dying right now. And then I'm back to uh, work again here. So a uh, big shout out to John and Pemba for uh, last minute filling in for me on yesterday's episode. Uh, Adam Rodas over here by my side, Adam, you, uh, had, um, obviously you had a, a good chance to talk some basketball with somebody who actually knows basketball this time. It was actually probably more of a conversation than, uh, than the dissertation that you gave us on Monday.
1: Yeah, which is fine. Again, you gotta, you, you know, your strengths and weaknesses and you obviously say, you don't follow the NBA that much and you don't know, which is fine. Um, just like, I don't really follow hockey that much. So. Um. Everyone has their strengths and sports that they don't know as much about. So it's fine. Uh, but obviously, John's a big fan of the NBA, follows it very closely and provides excellent coverage for us at Fantasy Alarm and DFS Alarm. So it was pretty cool.
0: Um, You've got some good – listen, there's actually <clears> – <throat> excuse me – some good shit going on in the NBA playoffs. And I, I, I guarantee – I know you have to be happy about the the report that actually just came out. Uh, less than an hour ago, as uh, as you and I are sitting here recording uh, on Wednesday night, but possible game six return for Devin Booker. You were talking about uh, Phoenix uh, and and what it's like to, you know, what it could be like for them to lose Devin Booker. So this one's got to turn your life around a little, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't I don't know if he's actually going to play, man. The game's Thursday. So, I mean, his original timeline was two to three weeks. Um so we'll see, but I mean, I think it at uh, it, the indication then would make you seem like, all right, maybe he could return for the next series, uh, which is big because they're going to need him if they want to be Golden State. I still think it's going to be Golden State and Phoenix and the the conference finals. And again, I want to see everyone healthy, you know. Otherwise, it's like, oh, okay, well, Golden State won, but Booker didn't play, you know. And we kind of went through that last year with Phoenix; they were the healthy team and a lot of other teams had injuries. So I always want to see the best players on the court. Don't want to see someone out. So yeah, hopefully Booker does return. If not this series, um, as they go to game six on Thursday, um, maybe the next round. Um, and certainly hopefully after that, when they play golden state, if they make it into the next round. Yeah. I, I still think they'll, even if Booker doesn't play, I think they win this series. And then, Uh, They're probably going to play Dallas. I think Dallas will finish off uh, Utah. And um, I think Phoenix beats Dallas. And I think Golden State wins whoever they play, uh, whether it's Memphis or Minnesota. So all the whole before the uh, postseason, that's what I thought. I thought it was going to be Golden State-Phoenix. I still think it's going to end up like that. Beautiful. Well, that's very,
0: very nice for you, right? Like sit there and make those preseason projections uh, and see them coming true. Uh, I dig it. I definitely dig it. Um, all right. Well, yeah, as Adam said, I'm not the NBA guy to chat up NBA. But, you know, obviously, again, like he said, all the coverage at Fantasy Alarm, DFSAlarm.com. Uh, you know, you definitely do that. Adam's got his articles over at PicksWise.com uh, for betting purposes. And uh, and you you want to catch all of that action uh, over there? If you missed uh, if you missed the episode, um, you know just check out uh, yesterday's episode for uh, for some NBA talk. Uh, but I want I want to go to some baseball here, Adam. There's, there's a lot going on right now in baseball, and you know I think you know here we are again. Like I said, recording Wednesday, um, you know St. Louis avoids the sweep with the uh, with the, the 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 you know the win over the Mets today. It's not. A, it doesn't matter the the winner, the loss. There, um, the issue that's going on right now is uh, this is the second bench clearing brawl for the Mets. Um, you know, we we've been told now. We were told before that you know last year, I, I, which kind of came as a surprise for to, for a lot of people when MLB had admitted to you know using different baseballs. Um, last season like towards the tail end of the season we learned that the baseballs weren't consistent now we know that that's the case right now and chris bassett was very vocal pulled no punches when he talks about the um you know the the inconsistencies with the baseball but i I gotta ask you this one adam If, if if it's the inconsistencies of the baseball then why are the mets fighting with the other team if the other team is having trouble commanding and controlling the ball right why are they i mean i, I don't necessarily i don't think they were head hunting for pete alonzo the other day i think that ball just got away from uh what was it, genesis cabrera or did he hit well, he hit jd davis today it was uh was somebody else uh, that that hit
1: uh i mean alonzo in the head it's dude it's the the mets are getting hit By far, the most in baseball, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I
0: know, I know, like
1: 18 times or Yeah, Pete Alonso's been hit in the head twice. So you could see it. Every time someone gets hit, they show Buck shoulder and he's mouthing off. So it's just a whole frustration. It's like, wait a second, why are we keep getting hit? Our pitchers are not hitting the opponents like that. And so that's why. It's just frustration. I mean, some of them are probably not intentional. There might be a couple, but it's frustration. You're the ones that keep getting hit. Continuously, Lindor's gotten hit in the head. I mean, Marte's gotten hit, I think, four times now. So it's frustration when it keeps happening to you and you don't see it on the other side. So that's all it is. Yeah.
0: All right. I mean, you know, listen, I I, I I think it's right there. Um. I think like I wasn't like I, I was like, you know, it was so funny, too, because I was talking on the Fantasy Alarm show and, I, and we were actually talking afterwards. I said, I want to bring this up to Adam but I'm afraid Adam's gonna like get all riled up and think I'm just picking on the Mets when I say, "Well, why are you fighting if 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 you know if if Bassett was so vocal about the the baseball and issues like that, then well, why the Mets, are we Met,
1: fighting?" Well, first Aaron? of all, the Mets didn't fight today. Arenado was the one who started everything.
0: Yes, that is true. That is true. But everybody seems to think that Johan Lopez was throwing intentionally at him because of J.D. Davis getting hit in the ankle. Uh, And he probably was. So, again, why are you throwing at a guy's head? Okay. Uh, Howard, Howard,
1: dude, you know why. Your team has been hit constantly. You don't think the pitcher is going to throw inside at some point? You can throw inside, but don't throw up. If you if you know you're gonna
0: throw it to somebody, and Lopez knew he was gonna throw it somebody, well, Lopez throw had, a fucking eighty five mile an hour change up that's, and punk him in the ass.
1: Yeah, that's that's not how it's done, unfortunately. Whether you agree with it or not, that's not gonna work. They're gonna be like, "Oh, look, he just threw a soft curveball at him." And Lopez is new to the team. That's his way of saying, "Hey, I got your back." Okay, you then
0: throw a straight fastball at the leg. Don't you like you don't. Don't throw a pitch that you know is going to rise up and in. If you want to hit him, hit him. But you can hit him in the waist. You can hit him in the ass. And you can do it with a fastball. That's fine.
1: I don't think anyone should ever throw at anyone's head. I think this <clears> thing, it gets out blown out of proportion. But I understand the Mets' frustration. It's every single game, guys are getting hit. So, I mean, this was brewing. You, it was going to happen. There's no doubt about it. And then when J.D. Davis gets hit on a 3-2 pitch, that's not even close to the strike zone. Yeah, yeah, that was no and now he's hurt.
0: (coughs) Yeah, I did see that he. I mean, well, he he got pulled from the game. Have we seen test results yet?
1: No, but they said he was in considerable pain. Well, I mean, dude,
0: if I got hit by any fucking pitch on the ankle, no less, right? Like, I mean, they said he
1: was he was in a walking boot after the game, and he's going to have treatment tomorrow. Uh,
0: There's no, there's just no meat on the bone there. That's Mm -hmm. why it fucking hurts so much, dude. (laughs) Shit. <laughs> tough stuff there. Um, Are you factoring in all the baseball stuff now when you start talking about, like we were talking about um, on the show, Jim said that he, it, it, you know, it puts a higher value on the premium hitters, the premium power guys. And, and it gives you pause, gives you some concern um, about you know those guys who are like the the fifteen to twenty homer range who kind of you know who maybe overachieve a little bit and go closer to twenty five. He's like, you know, he's worried about those kind of hitters. And then I threw out there, well, conversely, does this inspire you more to 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 stream a starter or two? If you know that there's a you know if if you know that the the baseball is being deadened, Would you be more inclined to streaming, you know, a mediocre starter against a a mediocre to weaker lineup uh, just in order to try and and get some extra points?
1: Um, The problem with that is it could backfire. So I do think, and the thing is this can change too. Like baseball never tells us anything. Baseball could see this and be like, oh shit, you know what? Maybe we need to change the baseball. And all of a sudden in like four weeks, we start seeing the ball flying out of the parks. Uh, it could also be I mean I think it's a combination of factors, cold weather. I mean it's still it really has not been warm much on the east coast and we're late April. Um even today on the east coast it's pretty uh, cold and you're you're seeing uh, early on some low scoring games here. uh Pirates won nothing over the Brewers top 7. Uh so Yankees has told you it's cold in New York tonight. it's 2 nothing bottom 5. Marlins Nationals in Washington won nothing Marlins top 5. So you know, you're starting to see that a little bit. Uh, weather's probably a factor. I have seen balls that were crushed, uh, caught at the warning track that I throw out. So I'm sure the ball definitely is an issue. Uh, but again, this could change quickly. I mean, baseball there don't really tell us anything. Plus the humidors is now in every park as well. So, but yeah, Jim and I discussed that a little bit last week too. And you would think, you know, guys that have immense power, Judge, Stanton, it shouldn't affect them, right? Because maybe... Maybe they lose a couple, but when those guys hit home runs, they're pretty much gone in any park. So, yeah, you can place a premium on the elite power hitters. And then if you look at guys that hit a lot of almost home runs over the last year or two, then you got to be concerned because now those balls are probably not going over the wall.
0: Yeah, just something for people to think about when you're starting to deal with like you know the, the you know buying low, selling high. You know what you know what which guys who are off to a, a hot start should you be you know more concerned about? I, I think that's something we need to do over at Fantasy Alarm. You know, like I know we do like Fencey does the uh, the stock watch video. <clears throat> I think people are are kind of yearning for more of like that buy low, sell high kind of a thing. I haven't really. You know, like being away on vacation, I haven't really jumped headfirst into it right now. But I think uh, this is like the optimum time to start, you know, as like April comes to a close, Um, if you can start trying to take advantage and make a couple of moves there, um, you know, this is a pretty good time to, uh, to start selling high on some of these guys you might be concerned with.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of guys are off to slow start. So I think there might be more opportunities to buy low. Um, I know someone hit me up about getting Kyle Tucker. I'm like, do it right now. And then the last two days he's uh, he homered yesterday, uh, meaning on Tuesday and the game before, I think he had three hits. So, and a lot of his underlying stats, the stat cast numbers are great. He's just been bad luck for him. So, I mean, I think that's a hard guy in most leagues, but again, people panic. There's a lot of people, Oh no, I'm at the bottom of the standings, and uh, my first, second-round pick's not doing well. I think that's more casual leagues, obviously, I think. In leagues with skilled players, it's going to be hard to get a Kyle Tucker, but right. it's possible. You know, again, it's all knowing your league parameters, the guys in your league. There's a guy in my league, I think I told you, he trades all the time. He's already made eight trades, bro. Where, are you the- kidding me? I'm not joking, bro. Three, eight trades. Like what, are, like, what are the
0: deals? Are the deals? Because here's the thing and this is something that annoys me about people who trade as often as they trade, like Fred Zinke does it in a, in a very strong way. And, and he's always been somebody who, you know, I just kind of like watching the trades that he makes because he does it so often. But how many times do you see somebody in like a home league who will sit there and they'll trade away a player, right? They'll trade power for speed. Right. And then in the next breath, they, uh they, they trade away power for starting pitching and then two days later they're like well shit i'm low on power and the next thing you know they're trading either starting pitching or speed for more power like they're just reversing exactly what they did it makes no sense to me
1: yeah so i'll give you a couple of trades he made he traded uh yohan duran and dylan bunny for nate lowe and jake diekman he traded uh dalton varsho for jesus lazardo um, another oh, trade. Not, yeah. Um, then he traded, uh, Will Smith from Atlanta to Castellanos and Cesar Hernandez for Dalton Varsho, Dylan Floro, Steven Matz, and Tommy Edmond.
0: Oh, is he just trading with the same fucking team?
1: No, he's trading. Let's see. Um, one, two, the last three trades. Uh, wow. He's, uh, he's traded with. It looks like four teams, so one or two twice. Um, I get trade offers from him and they're fucking garbage. I'm like, how's this guy making trades? I never fucking get any good offers, man. Right? That's that that always pisses me. Oh, and and the other trade that's gonna go through, I think, tomorrow is he's trading Alec Bohm for Nico Horner. What an exciting trade. (laughs) (laughs) It is an OBP league, too. Uh, and it's a keeper league. Okay, I mean. But still, uh, dude, I just, and too I, much. I put it on Twitter and someone's like, oh, look at, I never thought I'd see Ronas crying. I'm like, dude, I'm not crying. I stated a fact. I said, someone in my home league has made eight trades. Like, is that too much less than three weeks into the season? Stated a fact. I, I, people can do whatever the fuck they want. He wants to make 80 trades. Go ahead. I have no problem. I think you're over managing. Like, I just think it's too much. And he has won this league once. So, but like, one time you know what i mean and like i don't know five six seven years i forgot how long he's been in the league it's just so much work and this is not it's not like you win a lot of money well maybe for him it is i don't know um but it's not a high dollar entry fee so i just feel like you're doing all this work and i i don't know man it's just i think he has a sickness i really do (laughs) i'm I'm not lying you know how he's addicted to trading yes man it's true like it there's no doubt in my mind without a question cuz like people joke during the auction they're like oh has anyone received a trade offer yet because it is that bad and as soon as the auction ended there were trade offers um so i just think yeah he's just addicted to trading and i just i think it's too much in the end cuz i mean he, he acquires barsho ships him out so that's basically what he's doing he's like all right i'm acquiring players to Trade in another deal. Well, what well.
0: What, what are those? What, he, no, because he traded away Varsho to get Jesus Lazardo Then he reacquired Varsho. Like, what is? What? what give us that. Give me that second trade again that he made. Because the first one was just Varsho for Lazardo straight up,
1: right? That was the last one. Oh, that gonna, was the last trade. Yeah, that so just the trade
0: happened. before that.
1: Yeah, that was a, a multiple player trade.
0: So he picked up. All right, so he picked up. uh he picked up Varsho and then just dealt him back for for Lizardo. So what is he net on? What is he net on that deal?
1: Um, because he I gave mean,
0: up Castellanos the, in that in the other one, right?
1: Yeah. No, no, he got. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did, and I I like Castellanos. So me
0: too. Long. I love Castellanos.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, and he got, so yeah, Varsho, he got, and it got Lazardo, Floro, who's still out. Mats, who's inconsistent and did not pitch well today. Tommy Eben, who's off to a good start. Um, he traded Chris Bryant and Cole Sulser for Cody Bellinger and Jake Diekman as well. Oh, that's yeah. a second, that's a
0: second deal for Diekman that with Diekman in. He keeps yeah. trading that guy back. Jesus, bro. It's insane, man. It's just, crazy. It's crazy. I can't keep track of that shit. Yeah, it, 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 it's yeah. too much. Even even this year where I've pared down on, on the number of leagues, and I significantly pared down. You wouldn't believe my Sundays now, Adam. I got to tell you, my Sundays are, are fucking easy breezy now, right? <laughs> In comparison to, to doing fab for, for like a dozen leagues and now doing fab for like
1: five. Sebastian. Oh yeah, that's a big difference, man.
0: Oh, it's huge. It's huge. I might actually get more action on Sundays now because of that.
1: Well, it hasn't changed for me.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you get action regularly anyway. I don't.
1: True. So, Sundays definitely uh, not. Probably not. <laughs> there's softball, and then there's so fab all day long. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, honey. I can't go out with you. I'm playing softball in the morning. We got a doubleheader during the afternoon. And then I got to come home and I got a shit ton of fab work to do. So
1: see you Monday, maybe. Yeah. Or Sunday night, you know, after midnight. Could do that. (laughs) After midnight.
0: Oh, my God. Midnight hits and I I turned into a pumpkin, man. I can't handle that. (laughs) Uh, To be a night owl again. You know what? I'll tell you what, man. That's another thing that fucked up me me on my uh, my trip is that it was like, you know, not only am I like, you know, dealing with a new time zone, but, you know, I'm not going to bed until fucking three o'clock in the morning every night.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a big adjustment.
0: Oh, I can't handle that shit, dude. I cannot handle that shit anymore. I'm just too old. I'm too old, Adam. I'm too old and I'm too out of shape. I'm never going to get in shape, so,
1: and I'm never going to get younger. Did you uh, Did you do quite a bit of a walking in New York? I did do. I did a ton of walking in New York. There you go. That's good.
0: Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's uh, that's uh, probably extended my life by about three seconds. <laughs> Longer than three, maybe seven. Right, dude. I love the the walk from the garden back to the hotel. Like, people were like, the people who I was with, they were like pissing and moaning. I was like, this is such a great walk. Oh, I love it, man. Oh, I'm like, walking, walk, you know, listen, I'm, <clears throat> since this is an uncensored podcast, I, I don't mind saying walking off all my drugs, going from, from, the from the garden back to the, uh, back to the hotel. I mean, we're talking about the garden, which is at 33rd and 7th. That's, you know, we come out to 7th Avenue entrance. I get out there and then walk to 50th between third and lex, the hotel that we stay at.
1: Love it. I would walk.
0: It's a healthy walk at like, you know, midnight, one o'clock in the morning.
1: Yeah. I mean, now it's uh, it's a little bit more dicey with the way New York is these days, but still, still fine to do. Eh, uh, yeah, 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 You see the populated
0: streets. You know, you you know where I, I mean, like that's the thing. You know, it's like cause because people were actually asking me that. They're like, cause I took the subway. A couple of times, and people ask me about being on the subway because there's shit going on in New York, you know. Talking about how the city's changed and stuff like that. I, I've never. I, it's probably because obviously I grew up there, but like I always feel at home when I'm in New York. I don't worry. Like I know where I'm going. I know, you know, areas. I'm not some idiot who's like you know walking around. You know, uh, I, I don't know Bed in the at five o'clock in the morning. All fucking drunk and shit, I'm not doing something like that right i have the 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 common sense to 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 know that, but like people think people are like, why are you taking the subway with all that shit going on I'm like it's ten o'clock in the morning and I'm traveling from East fiftieth street to eighty sixth street right It's not like i'm like I'm not even like i I'm not going up to Spanish Harlem where I used to live even right I mean that's yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what that rant was really for. I think people just give New York a bum rap. That's, that's what it is for me.
1: No, I mean, it is worse now than it has been in years. Um, Just because, you know, your trip didn't, you didn't see anything or anything. A lot of shit has been happening. Um, It's the worst I've seen it since I was young. So well, nobody
0: nobody knows how to act anymore. Right. Like we've been, in quarantine for so long and and not being able to do shit. And now all of a sudden people are out and about and they don't know how to behave anymore.
1: I don't understand it. Yeah. It's it's a lot of things, but yeah, it it is unfortunate though, because it was fine. I mean, every place is going to have their issues, but man, it's like every day now it's something I'm always saying shit.
0: Sorry, dude. I'm
1: sorry.
0: It's a bummer. That's a bummer. Like, you know, I mean, it was just, yeah, I guess, you know, because I only come in now to the city for very short stints of time, and they're in very particular areas. So I guess I'm not seeing everything like I used to see it. But you know, again, I also don't go out very much at night anymore (laughs) either, right? Like the the idea of like going out to a crowded bar, like every other people wanted to meet before and after the shows. I met I met up with with Matt Deutsch and and Ani and um and Steve Gardner after the fish shows at uh, at Stout over by the garden. And uh, and, and you know, even then, like that's that's like the, the only time I ever go out anymore. And even then the place wasn't even packed. couldn't even understand why that wasn't wasn't the case. But
1: I don't know. It's a different city, I guess. Yeah, no, it definitely is. There's no doubt about it.
0: Ah, well, what you going to do? What you going to do? All right. So how are your, Oh, okay, yeah. you know what? Before I forget, let's just take a quick time out here. Let's pay some bills um, and uh, and give a shout out to our sponsor. Okay. We get out, of, uh, get that stuff out of the way. Uh, what's been going on with you and your, uh, your NBA best bets? Are you hitting? Are you doing well? Because I got to tell you, I, I may have taken that week off uh, from the MLB best bets, but
1: shit's been looking good for me so far. Yeah, NBA's been going pretty well. I think uh there was one night I was 0 and 2, uh which hasn't happened in a long time. Uh but I think the last uh, Monday I think was 1 and 1. Um and then yeah, it's generally be given two plays out because again we have less games now. Right. Um, tonight like Wednesday there's only two games. Um and I gave out Patrick Williams of the Bulls over 16 and a half. Points and rebounds. At halftime, he has 12 points, no rebounds. So looking pretty good. Reason there was Zach Levine's out. Alex Cruz is out. Williams has had two good games in the series. And I figured he's a young player that even if there's a blowout, uh, because it is game five and Bucks are up three-one at home, they're up 60 to 42 at halftime. So I figured it would be low, but I figured they'll let the young players play. And Williams has been playing well lately. And the other play was uh Thompson over three and a half, three-pointers. Uh, he's definitely back, and he's gone over that in three of the four games and nine of the last 12. Uh, I would even look to play f- uh, four or five three-pointers uh, at better value. But obviously, when people listen, it'll be over. But, yeah, all the picks have been pretty good. I think picks-wise put out, oh, of course, they jinxed me. Uh, no, nah, I don't believe it. There Was <laughs> There was one night they were like, Adirondas is 10-5 and five in his last 15 props. Find out what he has tonight. And I think that was the night I went on too. doesn't that always always work like that though always
0: (laughs) always man it's no doubt that's hysterical yeah i've had i've had i had that you know god damn somebody tweeted out and this wasn't this year this was last year during during baseball season because i was just off to this like white hot start right it was crazy and um and whoever the the morning site producer was who was Tweeting out my uh my picks when I had them in, uh, was was saying something to that effect. Benders, you know, he's 17 and three uh in his last 20 uh best bets and prop bets. Jump on it right now while you can and blah, 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 blah. I saw the traffic to the article and I went like one and two on my best bets and oh and three on my props on that day. Never fails. Never fails.
1: yeah so when you see that just be like oh shit i am doomed for tonight
0: but you know what i I, to be perfectly honest you know what i love about doing what i'm doing right now and putting my best bets into the um just into the roundup right like i i guess maybe i feel a little bit less pressure to like you know pop in like you know if 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 i don't love a bet if something's not jumping out at me and I don't want to recommend it to everybody, you know, And like you sit there and you look and like you just said, right? You were like, well, you know, I only gave out two, and you know, it's cause there's less games. Like I don't give a shit about that. It doesn't matter to me. I'd rather you give me fewer picks from, you know you because I feel like if you give me, you know only one or two, you're you're much more sure about those than if you turn around. unless you specifically say, Dude, I am on fire and I am so feeling these games right now that I've got five picks right here that you're going to want to bet, right? So I'm doing like a little bit less. Like today uh, on the roundup, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm sick still. I'm not, you know, I'm not 100% where I'm at. A um, lot of games going on today for, for MLB, um, but I'm I'm, I'm going to go with the ones that are jumping out at me right now. The ones that are jumping off the page. And let's just stick with that, right? Just keep building your bankroll. I keep telling this to people, you know, it's like we've we've got this deal at Fantasy Alarm right now where you can get uh, the pre-order for the NFL package, right? And you get that for 30% off, and we're going to throw in all of MLB for free, right? I mean, it's fucking sick. FantasyAlarm.com slash NFL Pro. Use the promo code NFL Draft, and it's baseball and football. And it's like just build up your fucking bankroll here with baseball because everybody loves to go hog wild during football season. Everybody loves going hog wild during football season. Or everybody loves betting in you know when when the playoffs start for, for MLB. So, you know, like use the this time here to just build the bankroll. That's all I'm doing. I gave out two plays today, one of them's already hit, and and I feel really and, and that wasn't even the one I felt more confident in.
1: Yeah, I mean. Every day is different, you know, and baseball, obviously, it's a larger slate to choose from. Now in the NBA, we're down to two games tonight. I think Thursday is three. And then obviously some series are done. And as we go on, it's going to be two games a day and then one game a day. So we're going to get less to choose from. So
0: well, people are going to be like hounding you for added props. More props, Adam, more props. You can't just give me two.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's three games Thursday. What do we got Friday? Oh, they haven't. Yeah, Friday probably Friday could only be one game. If the Bucks and Warriors win Wednesday, those series end. There would be no game six. There is a game six on Friday with Memphis and Minnesota. Um, they have not announced the time yet because they're waiting to see what happens tonight. So we'll probably get a time on that late tonight or tomorrow. Saturday, um, they're is going to uh, there could be no games depends on what happens uh pelican suns jazz mavericks and raptor sixers uh those would all be game sevens so yeah as we get going we're gonna see less games uh baseball obviously you have so many games to choose from on a given day but the slate is split some afternoon some night and you know baseball's tough man like today could could you imagine today you bet on the Dodgers, right? Oh, they're playing the Diamondbacks. They lost uh, yesterday. All right, they'll bounce back. Julio Urias on the mound. Zach Allen on the mound. And we know he's good. But okay, fine. You know, uh, Dodgers money line, right? Uh, Dodgers lost 3-1. Arizona had two hits. They had two hits, scored three runs. <clears throat> it was crazy, right? It was yeah. crazy. So, it was I mean, that could happen in baseball, man, which is why, like, you know, when it you're like, oh, oh yeah, this team's definitely going. They're way better than that. Oh no, these bad teams are gonna win games. I mean, Arizona at uh, one two in a row against the Dodgers, they have actually are eight and eleven now. So um it's not like so easy to pick the games, and then you know, you're looking at starting pitchers, uh, but a lot of these guys are going five innings. So does it really matter? I mean, the bullpen's come in to effect. So yeah, it's you got to be careful with baseball and you really have to dissect it under a microscope because people will just look at like oh yeah they're the better team they're going you know, eh, it doesn't work like that.
0: Can I tell you I I hit my bet. I I have a I had a bet today on the Dodgers Diamondbacks game. What the under? I did. I did. The under was 8. It was uh -105 on the DraftKings mm-hmm. sports book. <clears throat> you know, just kind of looking through it and everything. I'm I'm also I'm also a big Zach Gallen fan. I really am. I think the dude's got great stuff. I think uh, his year last year um, was lost to that that fracture in the forearm that he suffered uh, that kept him out for a chunk of time early. And then he just was never right the rest of the season. Like, he just wasn't. Um, so I actually, I have Gallen in a couple of places just taking him super late while people were down on him uh, and just seeing that the Dodgers who, you know, You know, last four games, you know, three out of the last four games that they were held to, you know, three runs or fewer uh, on there. And then, you know, obviously with with Urias on the mound, I was, you know, against this Diamondbacks shitty offense. Um, So I I hit the under on that one there. So, I, you know, again, yeah, I agree with you. You know, you can't just you can't just look and say, oh, well, the Dodgers are a better team than Diamondbacks. So I'm going to take the fucking money line on that. I mean, there was no value I mean, there was, there was no value on the money line though for that, that you know, case in point, right? I think the, the the money line was probably like minus 210, I think, for the Dodgers today,
1: right? If I and there will be times I see that and I'll just parlay it, like I mm-hmm. did, I parlayed Giants money line and Dodgers money line with the Bucks money line and uh, for yesterday, and obviously the Giants won and the Dodgers lost, so uh. Doesn't matter if the Bucks win tonight because that parlay is in the garbage, but right. it's in the shitter. Yeah, but that's what I'll that's what I'll do. If I if I'm confident and that money line is like that, I'll try and parlay it with something else. Um,
0: right. Which makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, my other bet, by the way, Marlins, I took the uh, I took the Marlins on the money line against the uh, the Nationals today um, as we speak. Uh bottom of the fifth. Uh
1: Marlins are up two nothing. So yeah, um, I gave that out today too. Um I I we had to do like a two leg parlay, and I gave out Marlins Money Line, Pablo Lopez, five strikeouts or more at plus one forty on DraftKings, and Lopez uh has already top five strikeouts. Uh, you did
0: that last night on after hours?
1: No, no, that was for uh T V today.
0: Oh, oh uh, the MSG channel show? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So with
0: Alex uh, Monaco, I was sitting there watching that while, while we were away. And uh, and my wife's like, What are you watching? I'm like, I'm watching this dude. He follows me on Twitter, and Adam Ronis is going to be on his show <laughs> or is on his show usually. So you gave that out. So you gave, yeah, I love the Pablo Lopez call, man. Right? Dude, dude's
1: he, been, you dude know, good. So here's what happened with Pablo Lopez this year because I had him in a lot of leagues last year. I did not go after him because I was worried about his shoulder. You know, he had his shoulder issues and he was going in that 10, 11, 12th round of 15 team leagues. Uh And I was like, man, I'm just worried about this shoulder. He only threw 102 innings last year. Yeah. I'm going to stay away. And now I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) This guy's been lights out. So um, yeah, you know, I mentioned, I'm like, I think, on the show. I think he's one of the more underrated pitchers in baseball. We know about him, but I think the casual audience who is not following every baseball team, they don't know about him. And he's been unbelievable so far. Swing strike rate is up. Now some of the underlying metrics he's been fortunate, but the bottom line is uh, he's a good pitcher. And, uh, you know, he doesn't walk guys Strikeout rates up it, to me. It was just the health. And I was just a little worried about that shoulder, which was an issue at times last year, but um, great start for him. And, uh, Kind of wish I had them on my teams, but you know what? Uh, I could always bet them. Um, play—that's the other thing. You know, if you if you play fantasy baseball and you're upset because you missed out on a player you really like, well, take advantage and bet their player props, or and, and find a another way to uh, generate revenue uh, off your your call or something you see. Yeah, what was the parlay
0: that? Annie and I put together today, and had something to do with I, the the he we it was me him, and then he let Jim pick the last one. I can't remember what it was. Oh, I think yeah, I think Jim uh, because we did the parlay. Annie got Mackenzie Gore's strikeouts at four instead of the five and a half that it was at. Yeah,
1: see, I like doing that. I did that. Um, so I did that uh, with the NBA parlay on Tuesday night. What I did was. CJ McCollum, 20 points or more, Brandon Ingram, 20 points or more, DeAndre, 8 and 15 points or more, and McCollum, four years more. Now, it was not, it was not like, I think it was plus, I don't know, 150, nothing crazy, but you know what? I was, some of these plus 600, plus 700 have been missing by a leg or two. I'm like, all right, you know what, let me just see if I can get a profit tonight, and it hit. I was just waiting for, um... McCollum, because late he was missing his shots. I was on air with John, and I'm like, John's talking. I'm like, McCollum, man, another miss, man. What the hell, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then finally, like he got it. Uh, I think he finished with 21 or something. Um, and and John was uh, sweating his bet too. He needed DeAndre Ayton to come through, and uh, unfortunately for him, Ayton didn't get what he needed. But yeah, I like doing that too. Um, you know, you you can lower you You change around. They give you options when you do these same game parlays. So you could put Pablo Lopez four, five, six, seven, or more. Um, yeah, I like doing that.
0: yeah, listen. I mean, <clears throat> if you know if if you know it, because I mean we, we've been talking about like, you know, I mean parlays because parlays, everybody loves parlays because of the big, stupid odds. And we see this all over the place. You know, Pixwise is guilty of it also bragging about, you know, hey, we've got this great parlay for you. That, you know, totals out at plus 1704. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's a fucking five-leg parlay that you're talking about here. And, you know, it's just it kind of, you know, gets a little crazy there. But, you know, if you're like, if you're parlaying like, you know, three things, two or three, four things, maybe at the most, and you're trying to be smart about it, you can kind of maneuver things that way. I'm in. I'm in. I can't wait till they they make gambling legal here in California. Can't wait. It's going to be a while though, isn't it? Probably. I mean, this is the the yeah the the state. You know, obviously, you know, the state gave the the Native American tribes. You know, they they promised them the world, um, and, and like controlling all the uh, all the gambling in the state, um, in order to basically steal their land from. Them. Right. That's what we do. We were like, okay. Um, here's what we're going to do. You can set up all your casinos. You can have all the gambling you want, blah, blah, But we're going to take all your fucking land. Right. So that's what happened. And now, now they want to fucking legalize gambling. And the, and, and the Native Americans are like, fuck you. Right. <laughs> what, are, what, are, what are you going to give us? Right. You can't, you can't fucking take everything from us and, and then, you know, and, and take away then the one thing that, that you promised us in the future. Sick. I mean, it's going to be. It's going to be a very, very long time here in California. Um, I might be moving to Alaska anyway, though, and uh, and hopefully gambling will be legal up there. Then you don't need to worry. Then I won't need to worry. Fuck you, California. (laughs) This state. This state drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Wow. Mackenzie Gore had 10 strikeouts today.
1: Yeah, you know what? I didn't go uh, too deep into props today, and I'm thinking after seeing it, like, wait, he's going against the Reds. Why didn't I look at his player? Because, uh, yeah, like he started, like, what, 635, 640? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Reds are a team to just pick on right now. Their offense is brutal.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Right? The Reds are atrocious. I mean, there are, there are teams that you just definitely have to. Oh, the uh, the, the third leg of our parlay – was the under seven for milwaukee pittsburgh
1: yeah it's sitting at three in the bottom of the eighth right um but man still don't man what was it was the oh the mets game the other night right i think that it was under seven it was two nothing going to the ninth oh yeah yeah and what happened there i mean that is just like a brutal brutal beat man
0: Yeah, I've I've been victimized by that before. I mean, what are you gonna do? Right. I mean, you have the you have the game pegged the entire way. And you know, and you while, while yes, you can say, you know, well, you know, shaky bullpen or whatever, it's never gonna be that shaky, right? I mean, like, how often are you gonna see fucking six runs given up in the ninth inning like that,
1: right? hmm And of course, uh, you know, an era helped open the door as wow. well
0: the the thing that killed me the most the the, the thing that burned uh, so many of my bets last year uh and and it, and it carries over to this year too is losing the uh the over losing the under because of extra innings because the extra innings with the fucking runner on second right yeah, and then that's the brutal. next thing you know it's like both teams score three times you know in order to you know going back and forth and back and forth because there's always starting with that fucking runner on second. That oh dude, that happened to me so much last year. It was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, that's awful. uh that's where you worry if you have an uh an under and it goes extra innings. You're like, oh shit, I'm in trouble.
0: Yeah. Well, fingers crossed here that Miami stays up on Washington. Fingers crossed that Milwaukee Pitt um stays nice and low. But yeah. All righty, Adam. I am um, <clears throat> gonna try and spare my voice a little bit more here, and uh, and I'm gonna call it call it for a day. Is, is that okay with you? Do you have anything else you want to add?
1: No, I'm good. I mean, we've uh, gone quite a, l- a while on this podcast anyway, so
0: time flies when you're having fun, doesn't? That's it? That's true, absolutely. Doesn't it?
1: It does. See? Yeah. Okay.
0: I hear your smile through the through
1: the earplugs. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Year to year, man. Year to (laughs) year. All
0: right. Well, that is going to do it for us. Adam and I will be back tomorrow. So big thank you to everybody for liking and subscribing. For Adam Rodas, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Andy Up, and we'll catch you next time.